And who are we? That's one secret we'll always tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys here, your one and only podcast delving into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. And welcome to Season 5, Episode 24 of Gossip Guys. The Return of the Ring. Dun, dun, dun. Did we have to have the ring back, Aaron? Did we have no, to? No, no. It's, it's, really, it's really messed up. It's, it's really like, unlucky, or not, it's really lucky that they had the ring in the first place. That jewelry, that jewelry place just, yeah, it was Harry, left out in the Harry front. Harry Winston no left took it, it, you know. Oh. I... So this is a ring that has been... So I don't know anything <laughs> about this show. This ring has been here before. It has been... Yes. It's the, yeah, it, is it, is the, it is the ring. <laughs> it is the, the one ring, ring except to, for... It has evil power, clearly. It only really rules two people. Yeah. It doesn't rule them all. It, exactly. It rules Chuck and Blair, yeah. and then Dan is in the crossfires. Oh, Dan. Uh, I don't feel bad for any of them, though. No. Um, so, uh, this is off the return of the king. Yep. Little Rings, the part three. All right. Three. Three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This one is, Oscars. One Oscar, yeah. Yeah. A little long for my taste. Well, it ha- it's famous for like the 12 endings. I know. Which will, it feels I, like, like our like, podcast like, is about that. Like, like <laughs> Gandalf's going up and the whores, it's like clip, clop, click, clop, like 20 minutes. And it's just so long. But, you know, journeys take a while. Oh, it's a lot of walking. <laughs> yeah. It's accurate. Uh, I love them, um, but yeah, I like them now. I didn't really like them when I I saw the first one. It was okay. I didn't see the second one, and then my friend forced me to come see like the third one. It was like a midnight showing. And you didn't see the second no. one. Ugh. So you went from one to three. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, all so that walking, I, you won't know what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> I read the books, but I skipped the first book and went straight to the second because I had already seen the movie. And after I saw the movie, the first movie, I was like, oh, I gotta read that second book, and then uh, read the third one also. Okay. So you still haven't read that first book? Still haven't read okay. that first book. Oh. I have seen the second movie. All I've right. read all the books and all the <laughs> movies, except for, I don't think I, did I even see The Last Hobbit? Those movies sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't no. finish those. Like, there, was probably, one. there was probably 20 minutes of like, like yeah. when Smog and like their, their talk, that the was smog it. Smog scene. That was it. Yeah. Like that could have been the one movie. There's like an animated Hobbit movie that's trippy and weird and that's cool. Watch that one. I've heard about that. I haven't seen yeah. it though. But I, ha- I need to introduce our yeah. guest here. Uh, yeah. We have Amber Jean, a shaman slash actress slash all the things you could ever dream of. Uh, <laughs> came, came out of the woodworks. I, I met her at a Halloween party. Oh, yeah. Randomly. And, uh, and yeah, now she's here to take us on a journey and, and join us for the last episode. What were your costumes? Uh, I was a basic witch. Okay. <laughs> I was, uh, what's his name from Twin Peaks? Oh, okay. Um, I Dr. Jacoby. I basically just... Uh, told my friend to bring a witch hat over and then I had a pumpkin spice latte in my hand. Okay. And she, I mean, she was <laughs> essentially in character as herself. That I is, like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Speaking of Halloween, have you guys seen uh, The Night We First Met on Netflix? No. Mm-mm. It's really good. It's a romantic comedy. Adam Devine, Alexander Daddario. Oh, I've seen oh, yeah. movies for that. It's, it. it's good. Okay. I enjoyed it. Movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Halloween movie? It starts, it's, it's, it's a romantic comedy. Okay. It's during All Halloween. Right. All right. Yeah. Good. I like it. I enjoyed it. Check it out. <laughs> there we go. We got, we got our plugs in yeah. early here. Little pop culture um, corner. Check film. out Love on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And so, Amber, this is the first episode of Gossip Girl you've ever seen, right? Yeah, and I had no idea even what it was about, even. Are you hooked? Do you want to get back? I kind of yeah, do. So, <laughs> no! So, uh, I, I like to watch, like, 
The Bachelor and uh, all those like rich people reality shows. Oh, of, so this like, is right in your head. So I was like, oh. And then I, I've just been like posting on Instagram. Like I have this bit on Instagram right right now where I'm a fashion icon, and so everything that I post, I'm like doing some fashion pose. And so I've been like getting into fashion stuff as a result of that. And I was looking at their clothes. I was like. Hmm, nice clothes. That is, I mean, it's, a, it's like a plot point. <laughs> this show brings people together, man. All right? Maybe. Like, you know? Maybe. Not, yeah, maybe. No. Uh, well, I'm glad I'm glad you're you're into yeah. it. I'm glad you're yeah. into the, the gossip, the drama, the clothes. The clothes are great. And yeah, definitely it's like yeah, part clothes. of the plot mm-hmm. in this one. And in all of them, really. I loved all the poses that they do, especially the the dudes that are like the dad and the son. Yeah, they're very stoic. They're, they are posing every time the camera starts their scene. Yeah. Like the the you can't see me on, on this recording, but they the scene started and then the dad was just you doing like this, yeah, like he was on prayer. a couch, like looking over and, like, his the, shoulder. Yeah, the chuck walk. Can you guys- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the like side, yeah, side walk. Yeah. Aaron just did a walk. That's all I'm gonna yeah. give you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was very dramatic. He, he had his eyes closed. One of his, yeah, one of his <laughs> hands were in his pockets. Yeah. Uh, wait, are these the uh, the the joggers? Yeah, joggers. Yeah, yeah, you got the joggers. I got the Under Armour joggers. Yeah, the, I was gonna say they're different. but yeah. you have multiple pairs. I do. Okay, one for every day. Not yet. Not yet. That's that's something to live on. Like, yeah, uh, that's, that's a goal. That's a goal. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, well, I think the best way maybe is just to go into the characters and where we leave them off in this last, second to last season, the penultimate season. Yeah. Um, and let's start with the easy one, the, the, the Nate and Lola and yeah. Diana thing. Um, so Nate, at the end of this, he Don't says... Don't know who Nate is. Nate's pretty boy who works at the Spectator, which is a newspaper, and I put it in quotes because it's not real. It's a tabloid. It's a tabloid, but like yeah. that's... Which a, actor is that? Chase Crawford. Okay, yeah. Love yeah. Him. And Love so him. Lola comes to him. She gets a, she gets a gig on Wicked. Yeah, touring, and the, yeah. I, oh, okay. Which, that's awesome. And he's like, no. Yeah, Don't stay both. here. Sisters yeah. with Blake Lively? Half-sister, yes. yeah. Did you guys all notice that... Lily, Lola, and Serena had the same exact color hair. The same exact, like, the same tint, the same exact color. Yeah, Lola's in. Lola's in. Well, she's getting out, but, like, you not, in, no, not no. really, right? No. Like, I mean, I, I, I was so excited for her because I was like, well, okay, good. You got a job. You're, you're following yeah. her dream. And then also she said in one scene she's giving all the money to charity. And that charity is Ivy Dickens, who's I, the I, worst. I didn't understand. She's not the worst, but like... Like, why just keep the money and pay for or school? Or give it to and, charity. Or like, I, mean, I don't really, like, why... That girl at the end is just a bad girl at the Well, end. she pretended to be Lola in a previous... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Spoiler it alert. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't You need to watch. <laughs> no, you should She's like, oh my God, pretend... I gotta watch now. <laughs> That's a subplot you could forget. I um, mean, it, al- it almost might be funny if I described what happened in the episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's how it happens. So, <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, uh, picture this. Uh, there's... Uh, a brown haired girl who she's in a mansion and her mom is there and her mom's like I'm going to tell you about some kind of business thing she's like shut up mom something bad happened Uh, gossip girl 
is on the loose. She's got some kind of bad thing happened. I wrote a journal and Gossip Girl (laughs) saw it on my computer. Gossip Girl stole my... So Gossip Girl's like a stalker? Why why does Gossip Girl care about them? Anyway, didn't understand that. important people. And I thought Blake Lively was Gossip Girl um, just because I had no idea what the show was about and I knew that she was the one famous person on that show. And then Blake Lively's all like, oh no, Gossip Girl's doing blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, she's not Gossip Girl. And then Gossip Girl looked like a guy later on in that footage that they saw. Yeah. So yes. that's confusing. Those are man hands. Yeah. Those are man hands. Yeah. yeah. And I'll, we're going to talk about that. Mm, are you um, okay with us ruining who Gossip Girl is for you? Oh, oh or, my or should God. We, or should, are... Do you want to go in the other room <laughs> for that, the video scene? Uh, no, you can definitely spoil it for me. Um, well, I will say that you you weren't like that off on the Blake Lively being Gossip Girl because she, she was Gossip Girl for like a little bit. She took the <laughs> baton. Gossip Girl disappeared. Gossip Girl is like just a okay. It's God. a mystery who Gossip Girl is. We All don't right. know. Um, and but Serena was for a little bit, and Georgina, the woman that Dan gets in the car with at the end, they have both played Gossip Girl before. Oh God, Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah. You, oh, Michelle yeah, Trachtenberg. That was, that's the other person. That was like the played. best scene ever. Yeah, I was like, is that Michelle <laughs> Trachtenberg? Because I saw her at Starbucks one time, <laughs> and she had a different color hair when I saw her. What, uh, blonde Starbucks. or? Yeah, like icy, I don't remember. I think I remember that face. Yeah, she was blonde. Yeah. But it might just be a wig and Gossip Girl, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know, or hair at the spot, she had a lot of wigs. I don't know. It was a while ago. Uh, okay, so then... Uh, God, the freaking books. She gets she gets uh her house people that work there to hold a bunch of books. House people. <laughs> oh man. And, yeah, pretty much. And then and then they have accents. The people that work there that those actors are bad at accents. But anyway. Oh Vanya, yeah, Vanya wasn't good at accents. Sorry, guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't want to be on the show. So yeah. Can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bad doorman. <laughs> you could have been a better doorman, Vanya. And okay. then uh, Blake Lively, she uh, oh, she's talking to, oh, I don't know what she's doing. I don't know. I don't no, know what she doesn't know what she's is. doing. No, she doesn't. I mean, it's just, it's going back to square one. I mean, we're well, back to where it started, man. I liked that oh. aspect, but it was also just like so sad. Like also the divorce party Dan, part, or I love that there was, that was a divorce a great, party. That was great. That was great. That's yes. Oh, like, that was uh, a divorce party. Yeah. Oh my god. I would totally have a divorce party when I'm getting divorced. Oh yeah, those old people. They're like have. They're like there's tension there, and then <laughs> and then some young hot guy walks in. He's like, I'm also your husband, and something about an annulment. Young and, and hot Rufus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not and only then, young and hot, he makes waffles. Wait a minute, and then Blake Lively is talking to. This other young hot guy, Dan, is his name. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, they're they're so hot." Um, <laughs> and and then they're like, and then they fuck later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, your mom and my mom, like what? They're married. Their their parents are married." The first young hot guy you said is actually second young hot's dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and, he, and he's married to Lily, the Blake Lively's mom. Yeah, 
So but that's that was weird. After the, effect, after the fact. It was after. They had already they had, had sex, had then their parents. They should know that that's not healthy. The, the, the show needs a lot of therapy. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, There's no in house therapist. They should have one in every room. Yeah. For God's sake. They can afford it anyway. There'd be a lot of different Gossip Girl uh, uh, suspects, too. Oh. To the <laughs> There's these girls that come in and they're like these, like, girls that are unimportant. And then the brown girl, brown haired girl, who her mom is like a fashion mogul or something uh she's like you guys are stupid or something like that and then (laughs) and then uh she's like oh oh no (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't remember uh i don't remember what she does with them they were unimportant the minions the minions? Yeah, they so were unimportant. Like, I really didn't understand what was going on there either. We were just, I think this was like, we're bringing, she was uh, trying to get them to, everyone, the, yeah. the circle of the wagons. They're yeah, bringing so everyone Trying in. to get them to stop the diaries, but they really can stop the diaries. Oh, yeah. And then like, oh, I'm going to use her and then fire her. And Penelope was really Penelope's awful. Yeah. But I, I appreciate that, I guess. I don't know. It was just fun it's to humorous. see the minions. Humorous? I guess so. Humorous yeah. minions? Humorous or humorous? Humorous. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, the main thing that Gossip Girl shared was that, oh, God, this brown hair girl. What's her name? Blair. 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 Uh, she loves Chuck still. And That's pretty big news, actually. Yeah, it is yeah. big news. <laughs> and but then, it's not really news to anyone. Like, we know. She never, yeah. She never yeah. got, got she over it. When she looks at Chuck, it's like, wow, they're meant yeah. to be... But they're, uh, they, sh- they really shouldn't be is the thing. There's so, oh, yeah. so much baggage. Yeah. yeah. She's talking with her mom at one point and, yeah. and then she's like, I don't know. Should I go with the guy who loves me or the guy that I feel vulnerable and I'm like, don't know how to handle myself? <laughs> like, that sounds unhealthy. Yeah. I was going to actually posit that question to you guys. So she's talking to Eleanor. I actually really like the scenes with Eleanor. Like, she was great. She's the only one in this episode that wasn't a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> and, and so Blair was basically like, so on the one hand, there's Dan, right? Who mm-hmm. is my best friend. I yeah. feel safe and strong with him. Okay. On the other hand, yeah, there is Chuck who makes me feel vulnerable and who has ruined me. I, th- yeah, I don't think that's, that's is that how she said it? Or like she has broken me yeah, or broken, yeah. me. broken me on multiple occasions. <sighs> and, but it's also something she like. I mean, it's an abusive relationship is yeah. what she's, she's saying. She's obviously no, doing bad stuff. The issue is she too. is 20 years old. Okay, yeah. that's... She needs to grow making, up. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Yes, you're going to make that mistake at 20. That's okay, you know, whatever. But like, you can't make this decision about forever. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, yeah, this life or death. But they've had this life or yeah, death thing. since they were like 14. Every time. Every six it's episodes. Were these girl. actors young? When the show first started, or were they in their twenties pretending that they were younger? I mean Both. that, yeah. yeah. But they were they were in high school yeah. when it started, mm-hmm. and we're they are college age right now. But college is a thing in the past for all of them. They've all dropped out or graduated on the side, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Paid someone off. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so something was curious to me. Um, so Dan's like, if you love me, you're gonna come to this thing tonight. It's like a bad move on Dan's part. Yeah, and then... Ultimatums. Don't, don't never give ultimatums. That's so, shitty of him. Yeah, well, the yeah. whole episode, you're like, oh, is she gonna go there? And then she, like, doesn't even text him or anything to be like, sorry, I love you, but I need to go to this other... She's just like, Bleh. Like, just doesn't even show up, doesn't text him, doesn't... Totally ghosts this guy. 
But, I mean, he is, like, cheating on her at the same time, so it's, like... Oh, Serena was manipulating him. Yeah. Pretty hard, hardcore. Hardcore. Uh, we call him manipulate because Nate is very easily manipulated. <laughs> uh, but you didn't really get to see that in this. Uh, he was just kind of... Well, actually, maybe Diana's playing some last game, but not really. No, I don't think so. I think Diana's uh, trying to Yeah, help. she's trying to help because... We want Nate and Diana. That's well, the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If one thing, I, I think that Diana always did kind of like Nate. Is Do that we believe that? Diana is actually Elizabeth Hurley, who you just what? Met. Yeah, she was Elizabeth a, Hurley, a cougar that was going what? after Nate that pretended to be Chuck's mom. Was she in this episode? No, no, no. Oh, okay, she I was, was like, uh, how did I end, miss that? At the end, with a video that was yeah. sent by her, with Nate looking at the. This is Gossip Girl. Oh, The video with the man hands. Let Uh me ask you something. When you read, is this your gossip girl, like as you're watching, did you do it with an English accent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If they should have definitely had a voiceover just to get that. And it's like, yeah, oh, man. (laughs) And so at the... Is this your gossip girl? Nate? 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 The bad news. At the end, Blake Lively's on a train and then Gabe Supporta is like... You guys know that Gabe was Gabe from Midtown, yeah, yeah, and uh, Cobra Starship. <laughs> Cobra Starship. Oh, yeah, yeah no, okay, yeah. Uh, he, by the way, pause. Gabe Porta is hella fine. And one time I went to a concert and Cobra Star- Starship was playing, and Gabe, Gabe Supporta came out after the show, and I talked to him, and that was the most embarrassing that I have ever been in my life. Can you tell us why? Yeah, what'd you not say? Pause. I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, oh, I was like 20 and just he, well, he's like so sultry, this guy, like that character that he did where he's like, Hey baby, he's like, like he's kind of just like that. He's like overly flirtatious and sexual, um, but where it's like charming, like I'm sure he, I'm sure he's done it a lot of times where it wasn't charming, but if. If you're a fan. Yeah, but it's still trying because, you know. And he's like, hey. (laughs) You you were picking up what he was dropping. Yeah, Yeah, and then here I was, like, this awkward 20-year-old be like, like, not knowing how to handle this, like, hot guy. Well, I thought. Like, it feels so vulnerable, (laughs) and you're going to break me, but I can't help myself. (laughs) Because I'm 20. (laughs) It's fine. It's okay. There's this guy named Dan over here that's, like, my best friend, but, oh, my God, this guy from Cobra Starship. (laughs) So he's just, like, a side character who's just like a drug dealer we had never no seen never before. seen yeah no he is just it's just, just the symbol star. that serena is definitely it's going bad. down a, a and bad. she's like a drug addict or something she was like, i was like what the fuck she wasn't like the, when she was a freshman in high school yeah. she was that basically and um, then she's been a, you say that like like jen wasn't all right they're all oh, at 14 true. they're all 14 the best drug dealer. and then little jay at 14 went crazy that's what true. happens at 14 uh, a lot of hormones <laughs> And also they have to deal with these old kids that are pieces of shit. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that was a really gross scene. I mean, she's just, like, really, <laughs> yeah. like, just, like, just, I don't care what your name is. I don't care what your name is. Just kiss me just beyond me. Kiss I, I'm my like, neck, too. I'm yeah. out like, of it. Yeah. Just yeah, she just, like, straight took a bump on the train. Yeah. Yeah, they should have yeah. fuck on the train right there. Yeah. Or is this, like, a private one? No. But, but I mean, it's very, it's circular, Amber, because that's how this show started, is her taking the train into oh. New York, returning to New York, and now she has to leave. Normally, I would say, yes, that's a good idea. Not in the way that she did it. No. Uh, and no. then also the whole, the inciting incident of the show is her having sex with Nate at the shepherd's wedding on the tabletop where she then has sex with Dan today. At the divorce. Today. At the, at the divorce. divorce. Shepherd's oh. divorce. Yeah. That is a fun like, circular thing. 
Saffron knows what he's doing sometimes. Sometimes. And, sometimes. That, and that works. But it's, yeah. like, it's very depressing that they've, it's been five years and ah. they haven't moved at all. Just a different guy, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes <laughs> Saffron gets it in the bullseye. And Blondie's going for Amber I right know. now. Oh and she's loving God. it. It's a boy kitty? It's a boy kitty. Yeah, watch Hi. out. He's like really wanting to hang out with me right now. I mean, he's You're new. the H word right now, but he's always the H word. And it's because he doesn't <laughs> eat. Hey, he wants to eat. Oh. Yeah. If he, he knows. Oh, he knows that word. Yeah, yeah. If you ask him, he'll make a Don't noise. Don't do oh. anything I wouldn't do. He, he's, he's in hunting mode. Yeah. He's looking we don't want that. We don't want that. Bart is in hunting mode a little bit here. Well, Bart is right about one thing, and I think it's what he said to Chuck. Like, you are a boy, get out of my company. I was I was team Bart for that conversation, because I don't think Chuck actually did any of the things that he said, except for he saved Bart's ass. He definitely did. But he also, I mean, he has kept the company running. But, like, Lily's the boss, right? No, I don't no, know. Lily's not, not no. the old guy. Yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Ch- Chuck is been, has been running the company. All right, all right. Okay. So he's been, he's, he's been good. At, and, I mean, I'm obviously, Bart... This is a piece of shit move. Yeah. Right? His son saves his life, yeah. really, and brings him back, and then he just kicks him out, all because he was doing that test with the ring. He brought the ring yeah. back. Oh, that's the worst. I mean, it was a great <laughs> a great Bart move. It was like, uh, that's why we bring yeah. him back, I guess. Um, but he wasn't wrong about some of the stuff that he said, but Chuck should not have fallen for it and, and learned the horrible lesson that he did, where it's like, oh, yeah, screw love or screw... Like, I don't know. It was just laughable to me that it was like, I'm here for you, Chuck. And then he's just like, I'm not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen that scene 12 times. I like the but, part at the end, though, where she was like, you've been fighting for me all year. And now it's my turn to fight for you. All in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. We are young. <laughs> <Yeah>. Still 2012. <laughs> Is that Monte Carlo or where yeah. were they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm, I, I guess I like that she's being proactive in it, even though she's still lying to, like, Eleanor and saying that she has no distractions or all this stuff. Oh, her mom? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think Eleanor has an issue with this. I think she wants her daughter to be happy, so if and it... I guess that's this. I yeah. guess that this is it. You know, this is... Yeah. Ah. But was Chuck fighting for her for the last year? <sighs> he... Tried to kind of ruin her wedding, kind of, but not really. He that was more but he also he, oh Yeah, to a different person, not even to someone that was in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has been. I mean, he he paid the dowry. Which there's a dowry. <laughs> okay, that's not his fault. That's no, that's. But that. he tried to. Remember, he didn't actually do it. Okay. Yeah, but right. uh, no, he was trying to help. But he was doing the very like. Passive aggressive way of doing it. No, of, or, like he, it, it, or he was trying to do it from afar, right? He didn't no, want to. No, but it's not doing it from afar. Do it from afar, but also the same usual thing, just using money to fix it. That's that's what they do, and that's right. that's how these people equate love with money. Oof. Yeah. Gotta just sit down and talk. <laughs> yeah, I know. The show would be over. Yeah, I know. They just do it like an in-treatment season. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Bring Gabriel uh, Byrne Gabriel Byrne, yeah. That'd be amazing if he just sat down with all these characters and just destroyed them. Oh, man. I would watch that episode. That'd be great. We'll bring it for the reunion. Yeah. We'll bring him on? Yeah, when they're all adults. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, what else do we have? I mean, Dan basically is going to Italy for his writing retreat. He was yeah. trying to get Blair to come. With Georgina! Now he's going with Georgina because yeah. he's going to be working on an entirely different novel. And she gets a free pass with him from what's-his-name. So that's cool. Yeah, I guess. It's nice to get a hall pass for Dan. 
It's interesting that that was on her hall pass list. I wouldn't have guessed that. Um, but good. Philip's a great guy. Philip's great, man. Philip's very understanding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's whipped beyond belief, but like, whatever. Uh, he's an off-screen husband of, <laughs> of Georgina that came in at the end there. Uh, I mean, so we're getting Dark Side Dan. Yeah. And also, this was a scene after the man hands video. So it was like... Yeah, it was right, the, yeah. We see the man thing and then cut to, to Dan, Dan. Which we've done so many times. We've which seen we have. And then, like, but this one was oh. felt to me like that is the, for sure, like they knew at that moment that that was oh it, yeah. right? Oh my God. Like, watching that. Because when yeah. they were filming this, hmm. CW said, okay, you gotta end. So yeah. figure it out now. <laughs> Ten <laughs> more. Diana Pink set that video yeah. and to Josh and he's like, oh. All right, yeah, okay. Who are the hottest people on the show and how are they possibly gossip girl is my question because i feel like there's a link because dan's really hot chase crawford's really hot is he gossip girl uh, well we just said who i mean we could tell you who Do you, i mean it was the first person you said all right cool. yeah and they're all <laughs> but they're all everyone's they're all good looking that's it's the same yeah yeah that's not really a prerequisite they're all good looking um no good looking is a prerequisite for the cw right right exactly um cw land yeah, exactly. But I think they're definitely just going for the twist here yeah. with Dan. Because, I mean, none of it makes sense. But, like, at least now we're, I don't know. He's going to be starting a war with the Upper East Side next season. And then also, so is Ivy. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, if it's actually a full-on war, I'm in. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. Let's, like, actually do something. Let's actually fight then. If we're going to talk about fighting, let's fight. Mm-hmm. Let's dance. Fight. We want dance, let's dance. Fighting can be cathartic. I'm not actually condoning violence, but, but sometimes you gotta come to, to blows. You know, yeah, you gotta get it all out. They, you know, whatever they've been doing for you know, six every five work. to ten years. You know, there's a war. It happens. You go to the mattresses. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sopranos quote. Godfather. No? Godfather. Um, do we, I mean, <laughs> I don't watch any of these things. <laughs> I mean, God's world is the closest to like Sopranos or yeah, something. That's for a teen drama. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. I mean, it's like days of our lives meets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sopranos. So and so then popular. add the, like the kind of gossip girl, like millennial thing that they actually kind of mm-hmm. invented. Oh, they, they foresaw the horrible future. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, we're, we're, I mean, oh, well, I mean, Lily and Bart are trying and that's after Bart has basically just said to his son, like how little women and love mean to him. So on yeah. one face, he's like, oh yeah, I have a lot to prove with you, Lily, but he's clearly two faced. Have you ever out. purchased an apology trinket? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I went there to purchase Lily an apology trinket. <laughs> Did I miss that part? I don't know. Every line Bart delivers is gold. (laughs) Gold. Uh, But my least favorite one, I wrote it down, down, and it's so offensive. No one does a grand romantic gesture better than a bass. And then he walks off screen, and this is the guy, the family that, yeah, no. Family of rapists and murderers, and what else? I mean, yeah, Chuck's done a lot of other things, too. Hey, Jack's back. Jack's back. Circling the wagons. So we're circling the <laughs> yeah. wagons. And Will, William's back. Uh, and I like that Lola... Yeah. Lola's not dumb. I like that. She, like, immediately noticed... I'm confused. Where is she going? She's going to Seattle or Vancouver, Oregon? I guess. Seattle For what? The touring. Because Wicked's touring. Oh, she... she okay. I th- yeah. Yeah, she took the job, but she also is, like, one foot out, one foot in. Yeah. Kind of just, like, here's my parting shot. I don't... Okay. It's actually a smart move. I'll give you the money to do whatever you want. I'm out. Okay. But, like, I mean, the money can still be traced to her, but... 
Yeah. Whatever. I, I guess Lola's saying... Like, this is the end of Lola, right? We're not going to see her I don't again. Think so. Like, Nate's... Nate's single again. That's how every season Ooh, starts. That's how the summer... You, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you kind of want a free summer, you know? <laughs> when you're... When you're his age, yeah. Yeah, when you're 20, yeah, you want a free summer. The summer is, like, different than any other season. Like, yeah. when you're, like, do you miss that? Like, now it's like... I do. I don't mean, like, L.A. I mean, like, because now that school's over, like, summer isn't a thing. No, it's not a thing. I, no, yeah. I miss that. I miss it being a thing, you know? Yeah. Remember when Sundays meant something? You mean, like, religion, or do you mean, like, no, football, just like, or do you, what do you football, mean? Football, but just more, like, it was more, school. more chill, more relaxed. Now, people, you know, sometimes you gotta work on Sunday, you know, because you're just not done with everything during the week. There's so much going on. You know, if, you know, if we instituted a four-day work week, I bet you the world would be so much, like, or at least America would be, a lot of these problems would go away. I don't know if that's true. No, but I, just, I think less work, everyone's just so obsessed with it. I don't know. Mm. Society. It would help. Mm. It's the rat race. Yeah, yeah. That's what everyone's in yeah. the fucking hamster cage. Yeah. The wheel. Uh, and, and I think our wheel is... Gonna turn. Is gonna turn, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And that's our that's our amazing segue. The wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Yeah, and journey. Amber is here to kind of take us on uh, a journey. I, I won't describe. I mean, basically, this is the beginning of our last. This is the beginning 10. of the end, right? And we yeah. don't know where we're going from here. Yeah. I mean, we kind of know where the show's going, but we don't know where Aaron and I are going as friends, as mm. collaborators, workers. We're as podcast. friends, you're like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe>, like, never. <laughs> <laughs> We'll find out we'll what the cards say. Yeah, we'll see the cards say. <laughs> no, I'm sure that's not it. But I mean, but like this is this has been how how many years has this been, Aaron? Have we been this four years? Four Whoa! years. Wait, what? No, 2013 is when I moved to LA. So, so we met in 14. Actually, no, I think it is. I we think met, it's been three years. Yeah, though. three. We started in 15. Yeah. Three years of our life. Yeah. And it's been ups and I mean not not like us ups and downs, but the podcast just, yeah, the, and uh, just like the, the, the real show, life stuff coming yeah. in. Uh, so yeah, we're kind of just, uh, we're open. We're, we're open for, for whatever you will put us through. Here. Great. So, I yeah. don't even know what I'm going to do with you guys. Ooh. So, um. Oh yeah. And why don't you tell the audience? Yeah. Explain little, what yeah, you're. Yeah. What I do. Deep, okay. Yeah. So, um, so I'm a shaman and a comedian. <laughs> Can you I like you the two voices it? you have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I put that on my dating profile and I get people who are, uh, like just bewildered by me and like whether they think I'm hot or not they're like oh my god what an interesting human anyway <laughs> <laughs> find me on okay cupid <laughs> if you want you can link that up but <laughs> actually don't <laughs> don't find me on there um, don't be creepers yeah uh but anyway so i Whoa, why don't I share a little bit? So I moved to LA to do acting and comedy, and um, I was always into like mystical stuff. Um, like I started out being really into astrology, and then but like hanging out with all my comedian friends, um, comedians are very like logical, very like give me evidence and stuff, which is great, um, but. Uh, I didn't really feel like I could share that side of me with all of my friends, like my main core group of friends. Um, and so I kind of like limited myself in the mystical stuff. And then um, cut to a few years later, I got in a serious relationship where I felt like I had the permission to just kind of like dive deep and like really just do whatever the fuck I wanted to do um, and like be myself for the first and not the first time but he really allowed me to like go deep and so yeah and so um during that time that I was with him um I 
started to learn how to use my intuition. Um, and, um, the, the way that I learned was funnily enough through, I mean, a million things, but, uh, mainly from an acting class where the acting teacher, she taught you how to energetically tune into the character instead Mm. of like calculating the character. She's like, um, tell the universe, like, uh, I'm going to tune into the energy of, uh, Charles Dickens character or whatever. Um, and then notice how your body feels after you do that. And she was, like, uh, t- teaching us how to, like, pay attention to the differences in our physical body and our emotions and, like, the, our thoughts. And it was so trippy. And I was, like, there's different things that are happening inside of my body when I tell the universe, like, allow me to tune into this energy. And then I was, like, I'm going to try this on other stuff. And so I... Um, I started practicing on people. I like put a thing on Facebook where I was like, anybody who wants me to try and like do a psychic reading on them, like let me know. And then my first person was like, "Uh, hey, I'm all the way in the Bay Area. Like, what am I feeling right now? I was like, uh. I was like, let me see. And so I like asked to tune into her energy and then I noticed how I felt. After I did that, and I was like, I think you're feeling blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, cool. And so I started to strengthen that voice. So basically, um, what I learned is that being psychic, I'm using little air quotes, is really just understanding your different thoughts. Um, Because there's, well, I've kind of like structured them into two different types of thoughts. There's your intuitive thoughts, which when you think those those feel soft and truthful and you really resonate with them on some level. And when you're thinking those thoughts, they're raising your vibration in some way. Meaning, um, emotion wise, maybe you were feeling like a five and then you had this thought and then you felt like a six or even like tension in your body wise. If you were, you know, closed off, now you feel slightly a little bit more open and relieved. Like it's going to raise you up in some way when you have these types of thoughts. An example would be, oh, what if I go outside and like smell some flowers or something? And then that thought, for whatever reason, you resonated with it and it felt really truthful to you and it raised your vibration in some way. If you were to take action and do that thing, you would have boop, you just raised your vibration. You And so life kind of becomes this game of, hey, I'm having these intuitive thoughts and then taking action on that and then little by little raising your vibration a little, 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 until you have a higher vibration. Now, why would you even want that? First of all, you would feel better. Uh, Second of all, you would be more in tune with yourself. So you would be more in alignment. You would feel better on in a whole bunch of different ways. Like if you're, if we're talking mystical, like your chakras would be more like healthy and aligned. That's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're listening to your body essentially, right? Yeah. You're listening to your soul and your inner truth. And instead of being like, ah, fuck that. That's a dumb idea. You're, you're like, you know what? Soul, like. I'm recognizing that for whatever reason I'm really resonating with that, I'm going to do that thing. And it is really hard to just always listen to your intuition, and here's why. Because of the other types of thoughts. And these are what I call your physical mind thoughts, and this is what it's like to just be a human. We have a brain. Brains think thoughts about things that it has learned in this lifetime. 
And so if you went to school and you learned something in school and that thought of like, oh, I'm, I'm referencing something that I learned in school, like that type of thought is a physical mind thought because you're referencing something that you previously learned. And so energetically what you're doing when you're utilizing your physical mind is you are basically putting yourself in the past. Like if you think of like, if you think of the energy in your body and then where that energy goes when you think certain thoughts, this thought, this energy is going outside of your body into the past. But when you're having an intuitive thought, that energy is circulating within your own body. Okay. Yeah, so you're like, uh, yeah, it's like you're within, yeah, I got it, inner body or like essentially the past or a memory, like you're, or like you're kind of going into something, yeah. Yeah, um, and then a little good. bit more info on that would be your physical mind thoughts when you think those, what they feel like are uh, usually stressful or fear-based um, because you're not in your body. So it's, it, it'll feel bad to think those thoughts. And you're, um, the reason why your brain goes in that direction of, of thinking negatively is in order to protect you because being a human, your main goal is to not die. And so these thoughts are like, okay, I need to make some money for Thursday. So, uh, how can I, uh, do what Amber told me to do and, uh, use my intuition or, or how can I like, uh, you know, go online and email a few people and like, and I'm thinking of like what I should do based off of what I did last week in order to make money. Just oh, like, ugh, so stressful and, um, and calculative is another way to describe that type of thought, which P.S. We want to utilize our physical minds, but I'm teaching you the difference so that way you're not using it 98% of the time, which is what we do. Um, it's if you can have a balance between both um, and lean heavily on the intuitive side because it's better to just kind of do that and then like um, step away if you've noticed that you're like using it too much, but. I don't really see that happening for most people. <laughs> oh, I'm using my intuition too much yeah. right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I bring this up because I want to teach you guys how to use your intuition and guide you through some stuff. Um, and what I mean by that is we'll probably go inward and you will understand the different types of thoughts that are happening in your own mind. And what I'm really good at is is feeling how those thoughts feel when you're telling me the thoughts that you're thinking. So I can tell you that that is not your intuition, my friend, um, because that felt stressful when you said it, or that felt, uh, like a, like you were being mean to yourself when you said it. Um, the, those would all be physical mind types of thoughts, protective types of thoughts that are, um, resistant in some way because, the reason why your physical mind is resistant is um, anything that is scary, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't want. And so when you are having an intuitive thought and that's raising your vibration out of your current comfort zone, if you were to take action and do that thing, that's scary. Because if you're in your current comfort zone, anything outside of that is unknown. So it's scary. And so that's, if, that's what we're doing right now. We're going outside of our comfort zone. We've been on this couch. 
we've, you know, and we've I'm not been there. like searching the unknown for mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. five seasons now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, most people, um, if they have like a really solid intuitive thought, they will have 10, 20 reasons why they should not do that thing or they will procrastinate or they will just find a, just a reason to not do it because it's outside of their comfort zone and that is scary. Um, so um, the tip for you people, if you're noticing that you're having a thought and you're like, I can't tell if this is my intuition or not. Here's a quick way that you can decipher what it is. You would ask yourself, when I have this thought, or uh, this thought, let's say it's a go to a party, would it raise my vibration to go to this party or would it lower my vibration to go to this party? Sometimes a party, for whatever reason, you're really resonating with it and that would raise your vibration. And sometimes you're feeling obligated to go and for whatever reason, you know that if you were to go, you're, you would be kind of disobeying what it is that your soul wants you to do. Mm. Um, and so in that case, you would be lowering your vibration by going to the party. Um, so you would sit there and you'd be like, well, when somebody, inv- when that person invited me, my heart went, ah! and it like sang a little song. And I, like I had a, a surge of energy come from my s- stomach up into my throat and it, and it felt like a surge of excitement, but then I felt dread right after that. Well, you probably had two thoughts, my friend. The first being into your intuition because it raised your vibration, and the second thought being all the fear. Re- the yeah. fear. yeah, that's uh, sounds like writing too. I mean, it's just life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And oh my gosh, so you're a writer. Are you a writer too? Yes. Oh, perfect. Um, it, there's a really cool. So I'm a writer too. Um, Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> There's a cool thing that I learned, um, and it's how to use your intuition and meditation for writing. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you could do this for any kind of creative thing, but rather than trying to calculate what should happen in the story, um, you can kind of just uh, like watch a movie in your own mind um, and and just kind of observe and you can ask questions and then whatever feels truthful and whatever is like feels like it's like unfolding in like a way that is raising your vibration or that you're really resonating with then you could write that down down, yeah yeah. um i I like all this this is great yeah i like to interview myself um like, if there's something I'm confused about of, like, okay, why would this character do this thing? Rather than get in my head about it and be like, well, he would do that because da, 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 da. I could just imagine just talking with the guy in my own head and just be like, hey, why would you do that? And then, like, see what he says when I'm closing my eyes. Hmm. Empathy and also, yeah. All right. I love it. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, yeah, let's I do it. Let's I'm do excited. It. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. after I was saying all that stuff, what what are you guys most curious about or confused about? Oh wait, so the end of that story is that I take all those principles of all that shit that I just told you, and then I I coach people through sessions and guide them through um, meditations um, to heal deep trauma, um, or to take them on magical like journeys where they're unlocking their uh 
gifts, uh, whatever those gifts may be. It could be like the mystical gifts that are like really cool and interesting that people aren't really used to. Or it could even be me just being like, listen, you have this dope ass gift of like this. Oh, I had this client that um, his parents wanted him to do some kind of like acting or something. And, um, but I felt like he should be like a politician and like, cause he, I was like, man, people like, I just, I, I, he's a leader. Yeah. This leader energy. And then when I told him that he was like, Whoa, like that's my dream. But I, I like don't believe in myself enough to think that it's people. And then, so that's like, I coach people to follow what it is that their soul is here to do rather than all the bullshit stuff that they were taught. Yeah. And all the fear-based decisions you make mm-hmm. to avoid doing the hard part. Um, and I would say like, we've been kind of off and on, like the last season has been a turbulent one just cause the, the real world kicked in. I mean, it, it was always in the background of the show, but then, yeah. but then Ed Westwick being accused of rape multiple times and his character basically mirroring that, what we're seeing on screen, and then kind of being, uh, I don't know, just like being associated with that in some way. Which it's character just, is he? Chuck. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and oh, there's, yeah. yeah. It so, just stopped being funny. Yeah, well, know? yeah, and, and it's, hard to, it's hard to do a podcast, and, yeah. and I, I respected Aaron for kind we, of being like, I need a break, and uh, but it was also kind of like, well, without Aaron... Is there a show? Mm-hmm. And also, should we be the ones to talk about it? But at the same time, I, I did answer that question. I think we are because, well, we have the, sh- we have the show already. It's, mm-hmm. it's in there. We have some people that listen. And also, it's important that guys also join in this conversation. It's not just women. Because like, guys are afraid to get in it because it mm-hmm. kind of creates this target or this, um, I don't know. It just because it's, it's not... I mean, we're not women, essentially. That's <laughs> yeah. the, the, the very simple way of putting yeah. it. So that's, I mean, that's the, that's the podcast of it. And I think now we're on, you know, we're heading into the home stretch. So like, what can we do that would be a, like a way to commemorate it, right? Like, or it's been like, we could have quit so many times. We could, yeah. Yeah. Like, and we didn't. And that's, and I'm proud of that. Yeah. Like, I'm proud that we will finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like, it does feel like we still like, even because the show itself is kind of the same episode every time, it feels like we're having a similar Ooh. conversation all the time. But never breaking through to... We, I think we do break through something. sometimes. Maybe. I don't know, like... Uh, small. There's, like, small breakthroughs, I feel. You know? But what... Okay, here's my question. Yeah, yeah. Please, please. Please. Ask us. What is it that you guys haven't done that you're like, like, why don't we do this? Or, like, the thing that really excites you. Like, well, when we had if, few, even if yeah. it's, like, outside of this podcast, maybe you could tie that other thing in, I don't know. What what excites you well, that you're not doing? drama amusement park idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we, do, we have, like, a ton of fun ideas that we've, like, they're more, maybe more sketches or comedy things that we've come up with along the way. I wish we had taken note of those while we were listening, but mm-hmm. like that's something we could comb through if we, we wanted could definitely do, yeah. that kind of stuff. Like I feel like that's that's outside of the podcast, but like working together in terms of a creative project. I mean, I, a lot of people mention like doing another podcast. I don't know about Aaron, but I'm mm-hmm. I, this is it in terms of 
teen drama podcasts. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to do Everwood, you know, even though Foreverwood is a great name. Someone else, <laughs> take it, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I was speaking. I'm not. That's for me. No. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it would have to be the it, right scenario, I suppose. Yeah, it would have to be the right scenario. I don't. I don't know if I would want to do another podcast without Andy. Mm-hmm. I don't. It would be. It just wouldn't. Feel like you're cheating on me. Aww, <laughs> not that's just, like a love story. Not just, <laughs> no, not that. It just, I don't. It wouldn't have the same. There wouldn't be. We yeah. have just a very. Good dynamic. Mm-hmm. We're both. We have both very different personalities, but at the same time, we can still come together. Yeah, yeah. You know, and also our personalities do mirror the show, so it kind of works mm-hmm. in that way. Well, and I, I mean, I appreciate that because like we are very different, and that is essentially the what the world needs. Like the country, we need to sit, be able to sit down and have conversations and settle our differences rather than just yell at each other or mm-hmm. be angry at each other. Mm-hmm. So I, I do, yeah, I really appreciate that we're able to do that, and it's never been like a bad no time. Like I don't. Yeah. Mean, I don't I mean, we get like mad on the podcast, but that's that's part 